gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to the turin giants podcast this is the episode number 163 and unfortunately this is this is becoming an annual tradition around this time of year where we this is this is what i call an annual event uh talk a juventus fan off the ledge episode um i'm joined by my good friends giovanni or as i like to call him uh calabresi salami and I've got Matt here, the the king of Boston. How you doing, boys? <clears throat> uh, you know, we're hanging in there, hanging in there. Just, just doing as good <laughs> as we can. You guys, I was, you guys I was ready doing to better go? Before, before that nickname. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works. All I right. think it plays. Hey, I love it. I mean, people people haven't seen your handsome. Um, anyways, uh, Sam is taking a break today. We send him our love. We will miss him. Um, he didn't die. Like, he's not sick. <laughs> I kind of miss him. I don't know. That, that, that boy. Is, <laughs> no, I definitely, yeah, always. always that boy, happen, he, but. yeah, he's like our, he's like our little, little brother that we get to make fun of, but he's awesome. Uh, we'll miss him. He'll come back soon. Yes, this podcast will be dedicated solely to the one game that happened yesterday. Um, we needed a, about 30 hours to process the, the gut-wrenching loss. Um, but it wasn't a loss. It was a. It wasn't a draw. It wasn't a loss. It wasn't a win. So like, it's it's just like it was a. Uh, it was a mess of a situation. Elimination. Yeah. That's the word. Elimination, man. That's not 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 a fun word for for Juve fans to hear. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get straight to it. If you guys want to get in touch with us, please contact us on all social media, either at Juve Podcast on Twitter or at Turin Giants everywhere else. Also on Twitter, if you want to check out our merch line. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, it's so funny. I, I tweeted out earlier that the, there's a lot of Juve podcasts that came up during the quarantine, and this is their kind of their first first time recording after a really, really poor loss. And uh, yeah, we've been there before, boys. Even even with Matt, even we were just reminiscing in 2013 or so, 2014 when we lost to Bayern, right? We figured that out. No, no, no. so the, the I think the last pod that I was on for was the 13-14 Champions League, which is the uh, didn't make it out of the group stage because of Galatasaray game. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, the, uh, you, yeah. the the year before the. Rest the uh, 100 euro yesterday back. Off. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember. I remember <laughs> that. Yep. Which, but it is, uh, it me, is me. truly, uh, truly an honor to be back to to record this the, the elimination podcast. Uh, yeah, now? we were. Uh, Are we trademarking yeah, I guess. it? Because I don't the want elimination podcast. <laughs> one day, it, brothers. One day. But uh, be, let me catch up. Catch up, people who uh, who may be a new listener or something. Uh, Matt was with us for a couple of years in the beginning of the podcast when it was, I mean, it's unprofessional now, but it was, it was just, a, it was just like the only thing available, but we, we did it with 
with so much love and people loved us and somehow you guys are still listening to us. And let me take this opportunity to thank you all because there's certainly like dozens of UVA podcasts out there. And I know we, we, we sort of have a, um, like a good group of, of followers and, and, you know, loyal listeners. So we do thank you. Uh, so we got that out of the way. One last thing I'll mention before we get to the actual game is please check out the, the interview with the uh, Sam and I did with Maurizio from around Turin, um, network, I guess. Uh, this is, was the previous one, number 162. Um, all right, boys, uh, let's just start with discussing the, the, the starting lineup, I guess. I can, I can bring that up. You know, we started with Szczesnigo, Bonucci, Demiral, Alexandro, Cuadrado, Arthur and Rabio in the middle, Chiesa on the left, Ramsey on the right, Ronaldo and Morata up front. Um, pros and cons. You guys want to talk about the the return of Cuadrado, the return of Arthur, and of course, uh, Ronaldo was given a given a rest in the previous game, and he returned. Uh, thankfully, I mean, we didn't we didn't need him for the Lazio game, I guess, but uh, we thought we would be getting a refreshed Ronaldo, and we'll certainly dedicate a whole chunk of the episode to him and his performance and his future. Dude, but um, do we even need to talk about like like a debrief of the? <clears throat> of like the pros and cons of the squad, the game's over, man. Like the, obviously, whatever pros were involved weren't enough to outbalance the cons, right? Uh, yeah, I'm talking more about so, the, the 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 you know the before anything happened, those were the pros and cons. Okay, and, um, that's all. That's great. It just, more than anything, to me, it points out that even with a full starting lineup of, you know, we, we were all happy that we got back. But I get it. You know, we got back Bonucci. You're pointing out that we Ronaldo rested and Arthur was back. Cuadrado was back. Fantastic. Yes, what, sir. What's the title of the, of the pod again? Is the elimination? Uh, no, it's the, so, you know, talk your, talk your local UFN so, off the ledge podcast. I, I mean, it just means that even with a full side, this team is just not solid enough to, 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 to eke out the result that they need to eke out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll get into all of that. And, you know, I've actually done a whole lot of research about, about the game and had to rewatch the, the highlights, which I think was the worst part because it's just, oh, man. Yeah, I, I think it took me took me a couple of years to rewatch the the Cardiff highlights. So, considering the fact that it took me twenty four hours to do this one, it's it's not so bad, I guess. But uh, yeah, we're getting used to it. Unfortunately, we're getting used to these you know early round exits, which is not something UEFA fans are used to. Certainly, especially the fans from the nineties and you know early two thousands. How are you? How are you guys? How how are you guys holding up before we get into the actual discussion? I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, we lose, it sucks. We, we it, it, but we were talking about this before the pod, like, you know, you're, as you get older, the, the, the losses don't hang on you as much just because, you know, it is just a game that you watch and then eventually you move on with your life. And in the moment, it sucks, but, you know, it, it can't dwell on, on the team losing too long, much. It just, can I, can I just you wish it goes... Yeah, I was I was lying. I'm so depressed. <laughs> but I was just saying that you know the way the way younger generation expresses it on social media, they're angry and they they're trying to find 
you know, people to blame and stuff. But as you get older, I think you just, you know, you suck it up and you just, it hurts. It, it doesn't get any better, man. I don't care if you're 80, if your favorite team loses like that, but you, you certainly find new, new, uh, new ways to deal with it. I mean, immediately after I was just in this real state of depression, but now that 24 hours have gone by and I'm still, I'm still pissed and still upset, but at the same time, like, it's time to start working, you know, start looking forward and seeing, you know, where, where is the potential highlights? Where is the, the silver linings and things that we can look at for the future? I mean, we're going to talk about this all, but like, you know, there's a year comes and goes and then you just got to stop pivoting to the next year and seeing what can they do to actually make it, make the difference. Um, it does suck that it's, you know, we're a Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill and it just keeps, it, we can never get, get to the, to the peak. Yeah. But. Yeah, you know, the future, the future of Juve definitely um, is hanging in the balance. This is, this is the year we may not, you know, and uh, Giovanni, are you going to back, are you going to back up your, your opinion that we're, we're actually going to get, get got by Atalanta? Are you sticking to that? If we play like this, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, look, we, man, it's just. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys, right? Like, we can all, you know, we can all talk about, like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a yearly thing now and blah, blah, blah. But, man, not like this. This was, this was, this, this was probably just as bad as last year's uh, Leon. And Leon was fucking bad. It, it, it was that bad. Yeah, but this year, my God, man! Like you, you think that it, this is most of the same players that were there last year, so you think they would have learned a lesson, mm-hmm. but they didn't. And we can, I, yeah. I mean, well, let's look, let's let's get yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. But, let's no, get no, to no, the no, actual. Go for it because it's 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 all everybody's got. Like I'm sure plenty of opinions on plenty of things. So let's just. Go. Yeah, this this is. I I just want to mention when you know before we begin, you're gonna hear a lot of Giovanni. I think he's he's sipping on his beer and he's he's got he's got stuff to say, man. So, um, more, you know, Morata, third minute, the 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 fantastic cross from the right from from Cuadrado, which he had like over a dozen crosses or something. And I just read the statistic. Uh, Cuadrado had ten percent of Juve's whole possession. I don't know how they calculated, but I'm sure there's a way. I just found it. It's, it was a legit, legit source with a blue check on Twitter. So I just, it's hilarious how he, he had the 10% of possession of the whole, t- the whole game. So Morata sh- shoots straight at the, you know, the header straight at the keeper. I know it was supposed to be an amazing save, but I feel like, uh, you know, it was easier for him to grab it than for Morata to score. Uh, that would have changed. I mean, that, that would have been the comeback that you dream of in the, you know, in the third minute. Uh, unfortunately, the next, the next big, big play was the penalty against us. And I do want to talk about it a little more. Um, anybody got an opinion on, on the penalty that was, that was against us? Just looking specifically at the penalty, it's, uh, fuck, it's just Demiral again. Like, I don't understand, right? He's, he's so talented and we get it. And, and maybe, it's, maybe it's people that are, get really excited when, when, they're, when they see a player like him that's all rough around the edges and, you know, brings the wood. But goddamn, man, like, for how good you are, you would think that you'd be smart 
not to not 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 to make such a stupid mistake like that. Like he he just he could have completely avoided it. That's that's not like a hard marking job. Yeah, it wasn't at all. Like I've played right. I've played the game. You could easily mark that person. You didn't need to take them down. Why? That's Why, that. That's the biggest the biggest thing that upset me about it was that you can tell he wants to go in hard and he's like, oh, I want to win this ball back. And the the, the player clearly baited him. He was like, I'm going to oh, get absolutely. you to follow me. And that's exactly what he did. And it's, it is one of those things where – and I, I, the thing about Demerol's style of play is that we all get so excited when he goes in for these hard tackles and he wins the ball. But this is almost like the, like the defending version of like a guy doing like a nutmeg on – like a midfielder like nutmegging somebody or, you know – an attacker scoring from outside the box, it looks really great, but it's not always the best, smartest decision. Like sometimes those don't always work out. And so in this situation, like you don't need to go in hard. You just, just mock the guy. Yes, because football, as much as it's a game of brawn, it's a game of your brain. And Mr. Demirala does not know how to connect his brain to the rest of his body most of the times because he gets stupid yellow cards all the time. And maybe it doesn't impact you now, but maybe it impacts you when you miss a game that you got to be in. Right. And, and then, then kind of connects to a root cause problem with this team is that none of these people can take responsibility and step up. Everybody's talented. We are a team with a ton of talent. We started the the season talking about how talented Juve is and how it's going to be exciting and fresh to have Pirlo. Well, talent doesn't win you shit unless you do your job. And Demi Ralke is not doing his talented. He's not doing his job. Kuzevsky's talented. He's not doing his job. Ronaldo, for all of his talent, what the, 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 for what we brought him here, he didn't do his job. Two games in a row. And again, right, he's carrying the team in Serie A, 20 goals, nothing to sneeze at, right? People can have bad games. So I, I'm singling him out because he needs to be singled out. But there's another dozen players to single out when our dozen players need to be singled out because they're not doing their job then you're not winning anything forget about it so yeah i think atlanta is gonna get us and gonna get and they're gonna get us good unless we step it up and have some dignity yeah this this team at uh, you know at at some points just looks like just a bunch of bunch of players running around just a bunch of great talented millionaires running around um but forget the whole money thing because then when you start bringing money thing we people will talk about the privilege pull that out okay even if these folks were amateurs if you decide to go play and you want to make this your main thing like what you do right it's your job you can have a bad game you can you can have a game where you know nothing goes well and the ref is against you, right? But God, man, as a team, when you have a, like a repeated trend throughout the season of not stepping up when you need to, or even worse, 
dropping the ball when you shouldn't, right? We've lost a ton of points in the Serie A against silly teams that are going to be relegated. Mm -hmm. Crotone, Fiorentina came and gave us three at home. Fiorentina's in the relegation zone. Kidding me? Yeah. Like, at some point, like, something's got to give, right? I don't care how many millions you make or not. Go, like, do do your job. Well, yeah, well, let's, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the topic surrounding UA. Uh, let's just finish with the game. I mean, we're just getting started, but um, there, was, there was a you know, few moments that were rough. That were, uh, we're just talking about with Matt before the podcast. You could literally, you know, you'll, you'll run out of, you will run out of fingers on your hands if you count how many times UA through sometimes fault of their own, sometimes not, just had bad luck in the Champions League. And even, you know, take the shot on, in the thir- 93rd minute. You know, Cuadrado hits the crossbar. I was going to talk about it as, get, as we get towards the end of the game, but they're just, they're just heartbreaking. That's, you know, that's two centimeters, a couple of inches below, and, and, and it's, a, it's a story for years. It's a, it's a you know... A highlight for years to come. Instead, he hits the crossbar. We go into extra time. Um, the yeah, the uh, you you can call our penalty. You know, penalty against us, um, unlucky. But it was just matter of player fooling and more experienced player fooling the other one. And unfortunately, um, it was against us. Um, and then you know, obviously, we'll we'll talk about the. We'll talk about the, the, the free kick against us. Um, I mean, what's – what's um, you guys don't seem to be interested in talking about the, the actual no, game. No, 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 is there... I, I, Yeah, sorry. It, it's been, it's, it is a hard one because we, we're all still – I mean, I've said like, oh, yeah. I just said like, oh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But, no, it's it's hard to bring it back up and start really like dissecting because there's, there's a lot of different aspects to it, right? There's, there's these moments you just talked about where like if Quadrado's shot goes down half a foot, we are, we're not, we're not having this lamenting period. We're talking about the grit. We're talking about, yes, they pulled through. But then there's also the other side of it where we talk about Benton Core's mistake in the first leg, where we talk about Demerol making the mistake. Yep. And it's like, these mistakes, you cannot make this many mistakes in crucial areas and expect to win. And this, I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that there's this, there's a, there's, it's one person or the other because it, it, the blame can be spread out everywhere. Everyone's going to get the blame on this one. But, you know, you look at – even in the early game, they, they, early on in the game, they gave away a bad – I think it was Benucci had a bad pass right to the middle and resulted in a shot nearly, uh, right past the post. It's like we cannot keep having these bad giveaways and making bad mis- mistakes in key areas and can expect to win. So – you know, he, 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 this summed up. But then again, on the other, on the flip side, there were some brilliant moments in this game. Chiesa's, Chiesa, brilliant moment. Uh, Quadrado's crosses were he was pinging them in. So they, but it's it gets to the whole issue at hand: inconsistency. They the skills that they have. We talk about the talent, yes, and that's very clear. These these players are all very talented. But like Gio said, if you can't do it week in week out, you can't play consistency. We're not going to win anything, and that's what's happening right now. I, and that's honestly like, why was Napoli? 
Oh my God. And then we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to this because it's a topic that I've been ruminating around the past two days or well, whatever, 24 hours since this thing has happened. But <clears throat> Sarri's Napoli was a great team. Look at, they, they shattered records that no, no other team would normally, you know, would lose a Scudetto. They would win it. Like if, so if you had gone to a Napoli fan and told them you're going to have like 90 plus points, they would have been like, awesome. I'm just going to mortgage my house, bet that we're going to win the Scudetto. We're going to be good. And they lost it. Why? Because Juventus was a machine that was built just to win. Win, 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 win. Weekend, week out. Weekend, week out. Sarri's team lost because they weren't consistent. So, you know, you can have a beautiful team that's aspirational and, you know, all these, like, great, like, modern football, like, theories that we want to implement. But you got to win games. And I think I said it in a few podcasts ago that this year was very important for us to at least move forward in the Champions League and to at least have have some like chances of actually winning something because it's going to keep the team's finances afloat. This is going to be a problem. Losing out to Porto is going to be a massive problem. So, you know, we'll get to the transfer at some point, but this is Yesterday's loss was 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 even more so important. Like uh, you know, it was more heavy, more important than than it, just not making it through to the Champions League. It's gonna have mm-hmm. so many just reverberations mm-hmm. across the club. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, going back to uh, uh, Matt mentioned mistakes. I'm reading here from Reddit. Somebody posted. I, I wanted to give a shout out to Reddit as well. They're always very nice to us. Um, uh, Pirla said that it's normal to get eliminated when you make four mistakes in two games and insisted that he'll continue to work calmly. Um, your thoughts on that? Um, me or Matt? Sorry. Whoever, whoever wants to go first. Matt, go, go, go for it. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, I'm glad he acknowledges that the mistakes are what are, are going to cost you a game, but at the same time, it's like, why are we making these mistakes? How uh, – somebody's – it's uh, the buck – maybe the buck stalks at him, and he says, what, you know, Benton Court, what are you doing? Why are you – get the ball out of there. Or Chesney, what are you doing? Get the ball out of there. Like, don't play around in the back. Or is it – and then now maybe this, it's reactionary, and now he sees Demerol, and he says, okay, listen, we need to work on your timing. Is Bazali still with the team? No, he left, right? Yeah, no. Uh, some, I don't he, know what happened. Because he, 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 like he was part of the staff and then he now he's part he, of the staff for like 45 he's, days. Like, the exact, the exact person to be like, hey, this is how you mock a defender and not commit because he was great at that. And so, like, that's the type of thing that Demerol needs to learn to not be put into this situation again. But, you know, great. Well, we acknowledge a, the mistakes were made. Cool. Like, what are we doing about it? Yeah, so this this is actually a huge topic. So since this was a, a, a pretty cool transition to it, we'll talk about how much of this is Pirlo's fault because, you know, there's hashtag Pirlo out all over the place and how much it is, uh, you know, player's fault. 
if anybody wants to go first, let's let's break it down. Let's. You, uh, a, who, you have to add a third one in too. You have to say management. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, Interesting. All right, let's start. It's, it's, like everybody's at split. fault, right? Don't, like ultimately, because we can't, we can't, we can say it's Pirlo's fault, right? I think Pirlo is the least to blame for this, to be honest. I and I and and yeah, I mean, I'm always the kind of guy that like before I put the coach up to get his head chopped, I'll put the players first, then I'll put the coach. But in this case, I'm putting the management okay up in front. Of Just like team. millions of other right US fans. And and again, I think we because we were chatting about it offline, right? I was like, man, reminiscing, going back in my head, I wish, I wish, wish, wish that we hadn't sold Pogba. And oh, I wish we I was, I was gonna, I was, I was going to make fun of fans who were talking about because I was reading comments and they were talking about Higuain was a mistake. This uh, you, you he went was. all the way back to Pogba. All right. He, well, we funded Higuain because we sold Pogba. So, and I remember I was like, man, like we have a really good midfield and this guy's, this guy's the youngest out of this midfield. Why are we selling him? And we don't need Iguain. We had Morata. I would have gladly, I think the, the, the buyback clause was 35 million for Real Madrid and they exercised it and they wanted something like 60 million, which is ironically what we're paying now for Morata. I would have, I would have just, I would have opened up the coffers and I would have paid for Morata four years ago. Well, and, and I before, before you get, by. before you get the hate tweets, which is by the way, can you give us your, um, the, you know, at you, podcast is the podcast main account. Uh, but the boys also have their own, uh, their old Twitter handles at geo Turin giants. Yes. And, That's at it. Matt Coco, C O C C O, please follow them. They are they're they're fun to follow, especially. So I had I thought you had you, had, like you had asked me to then like announce my handle, and I was like, oh man. I, I knew you wouldn't remember. <laughs> I knew you. Would. That's why I just <laughs> like, went I with it. I don't even know what my handle is. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, I forgot what I was talking about. Um, what were we talking yeah, about? Be, be, the management said, versus, it, versus the that, coaching versus the players. That's right. Be, before. Yeah. Before Giovanni gets the hate tweets, uh, which he doesn't get many because he's, uh, he's on point with a lot of the stuff, um, Pogba wanted to leave, didn't he? You're talking no, about like we had an option, didn't come we? Come on, man. It's all about money. I mean, it's a legit question. Why does he want to leave? Like everybody thinks that Mino Raiola is this big, mean person. He's a business person, bro. If you make, if you offer X amount and it's satisfactory to him and, and his, the person that he represents – if Mino Raiola is such a mean, bad guy, then how how, how, we, how did we get the leaked? Yeah, how but don't you don't you remember the allure around Pogba and he's coming back home and this was an unstoppable. We couldn't even we couldn't possibly hold they, on to him. They they just marketed it that way and they made a big deal out of it. But here's the situation: Pogba was going to get paid 18 million, and there was no way in hell that Juventus was going to go and pay $18 million to a 22-year-old kid when they had, a, at the time, a 33-year-old Chiellini and so many other players that were contributing just as much when you looked at it. You open up 
the 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 Pandora's box and pay him 18 million, you got to pay everybody else. Which have you not noticed with Ronaldo coming and getting 30 million, now everybody's like everybody's getting paid even though they're not performing like they're supposed to get paid and Dybala is crying that he needs to get 20 million because he deserves it. This I I, I don't I even forgot he was on the team, bro. Yeah, we saw him yesterday cheering on the team. It's sad, you know. There's a Dybala has his own, you know, following, and and there's apologists and people who are slandering him. I don't even know what the hell's going on. That <laughs> that boy just needs to come back. Uh, but but going back to uh to you know you you said that the management is number one to blame uh, for the yeah. for the mistakes that they made and Higuain and um, what about the current current administration? Matt wanted to say something. Sorry. So, like, yeah, because it's easy to get back and do this whole, you know, domino effect of if you never sell, if you never sell Pope and you don't get Iguain, things could change. Yes, that is a there is a, a whole butterfly butterfly effect that we can look into. But focusing just on the now and this team, Pelo deserves some blame because, but he is a new manager, right? So when you have a new manager like this and you had all these faults last season, you had to go out and address those issues. And they never really did. Like they, there was always going to be a big glaring hole in the midfield that we didn't fill. And I, I, I like Artur a lot. He was, he's clearly a, a good player. And we want to talk about the positives of the last game. He showed what mm-hmm. the difference he can be in the squad. Oh, yeah. His control, his ability on the ball is, is clearly the best in the midfield of any of the other midfielders. But they needed somebody else there. And they didn't go get it. They needed a backup number nine. They didn't really go get it. Kulishevsky is not a backup number nine. He, he's, his best position is not as a nine. Yeah. Um, so there were – oh, and they needed uh, outside backs. They needed at least somebody to fill in for – probably for left back. But you could also get someone on the right because when Quadrado's not healthy, it gets a little shaky on that side. And they didn't address all the issues. The year before, we had a big gap in the, in the defense. We lost to Ajax. Big gap in the defense because Chiellini couldn't be healthy and we couldn't rely on anybody else. They went and got delict. Good. But then they still didn't address the aging midfield. And they've slowly addressed the aging midfield with some youth, but we're still missing that marquee midfielder. If you look at the teams like that won in the past, like Barcelona, when they had Rakitic, and they had, prior to that, they had Xavi and, and Iniesta. If you look at the Real Madrid team that we lost to with Cruz and Modric, we do not have that yet. And we need that. And the management. A little bit. Yeah, and I mean, looking at them now, but this team has been built over three years, and over it's been built over three transfer markets where you where you had a guy like Amra Chan and you dropped him. Why? He was trash, right? Was he? <laughs> I mean, he was, do, you, do you think is do 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 you not think like would you not put him in instead of Bentancourt? Bentancourt, what's he done? Right, but like, and, and yeah, somebody, it's so funny. So, some, somebody said yesterday on sorry to interrupt on Twitter, they're like, Listen, imagine this team trying to win the Champions League with Bentancourt as their starter. So he, he was, he sorts, he, he's sort of like a gauge of how bad our midfield is, unfortunately. And well, it's just, it's unfulfilled talent, and unfulfilled talent, you know, it's. What is it? Who do you who do you who do you chalk it up to? Right at this point, it's it's it's. I blame the management because these guys have been there. There wasn't a lot of 
turnover this past season. So we can say we can safely say that this team is the same team that was built two years ago, pre-pandemic. But after two years of looking at Ramsey Bentancourt and Rabiot, this summer I'm asking myself some tough questions. I'm looking at the roster and I'm starting to check off who I got to sell in order for me to plug the hole in my, in, in, in my balance sheet. First and foremost, right? So then, yeah, can, can, then you got to worry about who do you want to, you know, who do you want to go buy so that we can, mm-hmm. so that we can go win the Champions League. Come on, let's let's find a solid midfielder. Just one. Last year, probably I guarantee you, most of these problems would have been solved if you bring in a guy like Locatelli. Maybe he works out. Maybe he doesn't work out. But he provides you that box-to-box midfielder that uses his brain and not, you know, runs up and down. Because we've got two guys that do that. Benton Corner Rabiot, and they kind of do it cozy cozy once in a while. Yeah, so yeah. that's the problem is, is you see them have those moments, you know, like they can do it. Why don't they do it always? And that's the problem is you, ha- you can't just rely on them to, to show up every game and they don't. And yeah, I'd like you, Giovanni. I'm seeing there's a couple guys on this roster that you got to get them off the books as fast as possible so that you can get somebody in who's actually going to fill the need um, that you, that they, the gaps that you're actually not, that they haven't addressed. You know, if you have a rookie manager like, like Pirlo, you need to have a, a, a solid squad around him. And this squad is just not good enough yet. And you, and you, and you know, Allegri wanted said he that Juve needed a revolution. Of Boom! The A word. Great segue, buddy. Because I've seen I've seen Allegri and our own Giovanni. He's been mentioning well, Allegri. I'm not, even, been... I'm not even. I'm not even saying. You know, <laughs> not saying Allegri back in. I'm not saying we should. We should. This isn't that conversation. It's just that this has been a, re- a, a reoccurring theme for Juve. Is that for the last few years the managers have said we need a different roster. Like we don't have the pieces, and they're not fully they're not going all in on that and they're just mm-hmm. they're patchworking it and it's clearly not working i don't the even same think, dude if it were patchwork then at least i'd be like well you know we have to patch it up and we don't got the funds dude we we you opened build up the, the foundation books man we opened up the pocketbook the problem is we got duplicate players rabio is not a builder benton we wanted to slot him at a builder he was not. Allegri knew that. He was never a playmaker. Somebody else was. So, like, this is, yeah, no, to me, this is, I, look, I put it, I put the management up front and I start with Andrea Agnelli, who took a gamble and he's the head of the, of the club. He's got to put his face on this. But, you know, Nedved is another guy that has, strong decision-making powers as the vice chairman of the board. And a lot of the decisions that were made, they would fall on him. And then we have Paratici, who, you know, we all, we all like to make fun of Marotta because he couldn't sell well. What is, what is Paratici sold? What is Paratici sold? He hasn't sold anything well. He, he sold Kedira. <laughs> Did he? In 2021. <laughs> right. So... Like maybe 
maybe we maybe we were maybe people were wrong. I'm not gonna say we, and I'm not gonna say me because I didn't have anything against Marotta. I, I actually was shocked when he got let go. Like maybe people should have realized that Marotta and Paratici worked in tandem together well because Paratici is probably just a good scout and not a great general manager. What are you because guys' thoughts? Point, Sorry, go this, ahead. Yeah, because at this point, you like you can say, oh, well, he brought Chiesa. Well, it's kind of hard not to bring Chiesa if you're Juventus and he's one of the most talented Italian players. But it's, it's a problem when you let another Itali- talented Italian player like Barella in a, in a position that you need. You, mm-hmm. Like you need midfield. You don't necessarily need Chiesa. Like in that position, you need better. You need a midfielder, and you let him go to your number one rival. And what did Barella yeah. do last time that we played Inter? Couple, remind me in the Serie A. He did something. I forgot. He he did, did a. Uh, was he 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 flipped over the lake. Because no, 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 you guys, no, are, you guys yeah, said that was, yeah. I didn't say Coppa Italia. So he did. Uh, he had the assist, right? Was it, he was that and a goal? Yeah. No, he. Oh, in the goal. Yes, in the goal. No, and that was. That's really what like, I'm saying. Like they had the opportunity to go get Barella, and they didn't. And now, like you need to go out and get the players. Not just did get. they have the opportunity; they had him in hand, and they didn't sign the contract. Somebody like Paratici must, must somebody must answer for that. Why did you have this guy in your hand and then you made a decision not to and then you go get Rabio? You know what uh what this whole like cycle last couple of years reminds me of this meme online. It says, um, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. I feel like I feel like every yes. I feel like every yes. I feel like everything, yes. every stupid yes. move we did, first three, four years of Juve's nine scudetti run, I feel like we could get away with it because Syria I was so poor. But now like we're getting we're getting punked. Juve is no longer a team that's feared. And you know, I was just the, the, the decisions that trickle down from the management, I feel like. No, no, no. But listen, you brought up something good, something like on point. When you look at the Hold first on, three, let me high-five years, myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, forget. So the first three, four years of the nine-year run, those were content. That was, Serie A was just chopped liver, right? We were just running through it. But we were, you know, we're, were small folk when it came to Europe and, you know, until Allegri came. And when Allegri came too, however, one thing I always felt was that the team kept on building on itself every year, a little bit, right? We, didn't, we would just get there in the Champions League. And if we lost or got eliminated, it was like an episode, like – Ever not kicking the ball out and um, you know against Bayern Munich Bayern, or yeah, the yeah. ref or or the two yeah exactly or the goals so, that were not but we were building and I was like man and then when we got Ronaldo I was like icing on the cake baby here yeah. we go but maybe we needed the midfield and maybe we needed a few different changes but after that season instead of me noticing that this team has been building up on itself. I feel like it's just 
actually collapsing in on itself. It's, it's not growing. I, I think it's taken steps back. Yeah. To be honest. I, I, in the past I think three that, years. I think that method was, was working for a while where we had this base, we had this core team and it's like, okay, one little piece there, one little piece there, we're getting better and closer and closer. But what happens is I'm talking after a few years, the, those pieces that you originally had start to deteriorate. And now it's, this is what you're talking about. Like they're the things that you're adding on top are now just putting weight on this, this foundation that's no longer as strong as it used to. And that was the issue when we brought in Ronaldo, but Oh, we didn't really account for Chiellini potentially being injured for like the rest of his life. So now I think, <laughs> but like, that's kind of what happened, right? Like he was, yeah. he got injured and it's like, Oh crap. We're now shallower on the defense than we thought we were. Oh, our midfield is getting really old. Oh, but we did bring in Ronaldo. Cool. So then it's like, all right, now we got to fix the defense. And it's like, Oh wait, we still haven't really addressed the midfield. So the, the, the foundation that they were building on is not, was not as strong as they had hoped it would didn't last as long. And so now you, you have to almost come in with this idea of a revolution or at least a more, a bigger change in the off season. I, I don't want to be like, the, you know, there's so many people who be like, Oh, we need just like wipe the whole team. Like, no, there are some, some good players on this team. Talk about the talent. There's some young players who are still developing and I don't want to necessarily like bail on players who are, you know, under 24, but we also can't be handing them the reins. And that's, that's the issue right now is where we're right. really. Pasta like, fagioli. All right. Yeah. So let's, you know, okay. every, every time but people. Really bring quick, fag- yeah. Go ahead. No, what about the Fajoli joke? Let's hear the Fajoli joke. Nothing, nothing. You gave well, me you're the talking death about how like, every, per- every, every person's like, Fajoli, let's put Fajoli in. It's like, okay, yeah, listen. Yeah, ba- basically yeah. That, that's what it is. Until, like, until he makes the first mistake, and then, then he's, you know. And then he's he Benton Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, and, but no, but I blame, I blame the media, and I, and I blame a lot of people that like just sit online, and they're like, ooh, this Fajoli guy sounds cool. And yeah, we saw... I saw one half of Fajali and I was like, all right, man, this kid, I want to see more. But I never saw more of him and I just heard a ton of him from, from Gazzetta and from Twitter. Fajali, 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 Fajali. Did not see him once after that half that he played in Capitale. Forget it. So <laughs> we need more than What a half of what? But anyways, no, really quick. Matt brought up like, oh, you know, we got to determine you know, the wheat and the chaff here, like uh, within the roster. So real quickly, let's go through it. In goal, I don't think we change anybody. Chesney, does, you don't pay him a ton, and he's probably one of the top keepers in... in, in but but you, haven't heard, you haven't heard from the, from the Twitter specialists, you know. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Chesney's being roasted. Yeah. Chesney, yeah, he, Chesney yeah. is all of a sudden an Arsenal reject. I've heard about that. Since when? Okay. Am I, since, 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 like since yesterday. Since yesterday. I'm just, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I've I'm, been very busy, so I've been... So I've, I've we been didn't really talk things. about it for a second, but I, I, before, I think we, with Chesney, like, he, he is probably the most unassuming great goalkeeper that there is. He's like, awesome. He, he's fantastic. He's so good and he doesn't get so the praise good. he deserves. And it's because in a situation like yesterday where the wall broke down and part of that is on, on, is on the goalie. Eh, part of it to set it up right, right? Quick, quick question. Tangent. In, in Serie A against Lazio, we put a defender on the floor laying down. Why did we not do that in this one? Because it's so far away. I feel like they just weren't expecting that shot. I don't know. Dude, that's like... Maybe. Maybe that's the case. But but Chesney will tell him, okay, stay there, don't move. 
They yeah. moved. I know. Okay, how is it Shetley's fault? Well, I guess yeah, if if you, if, I always say, like, well, put, put a player on the ground because we do that all the other times. But I guess, yeah, if it's too far out, you think he's not going to shoot. Yeah, the, yeah, I thought about it too. But the way that you do it, like, so many things can go wrong. Say you put your arms like this and it hits your hand. Then yeah, the goal, then fair. the referee maybe decides to say, oh, that's a penalty. No, I'm not going to go watch it on the VAR. And then you lose the game. Or God knows um, a million things can happen. It was as far as it was so far that it was um, – I mean, the the foul was a tactical foul by McKenny that normally you do, maybe you don't do, but you, normally it's uh, it's not no harm comes of it, right? Yeah, you could have you could have eleven versus ten, you could have easily defended the goal there. Got it. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's you know, fair. I'll attack my statement. It was not not. I, my big thing no, I, 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 no, 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 no. I feel like this was a huge part of the game, and I feel like we're glossing over it. How are we going you, to the group? I know, I mean, but it's th- this, you know, for, for what it's worth, you know, social media and stuff, and he's getting, Ronaldo's getting roasted online. And, and, and I feel like, I feel like as a professional, I mean, like, there's no excuse for it, man. Like, I've seen analysis online. I watched the ESPN or uh, C- whoever, CBS after, you know, post game show. And the players there, they're like, this is just unbelievable. Because And Capello also, I heard him say that. You just don't do that. This is completely Ronaldo's fault. And by the time the ball gets to Chesney, the fact that, to me, the fact that he did make some kind of a save is, is you know, a credit to him as well. He almost saved it. You know what I mean? That you can't, you can't, you can't say that's not Ronaldo's fault. And we'll get to Ronaldo as well. We have a whole oh, no, no, no. I think, yes, I think 100% that was on Ronaldo, but Ronaldo's, you know, you can blame that on him. He's got more faults in not delivering to, in what he's paying to, to do, which is score or be at least be a threat or a contributor. But we'll get to him, as you said. Okay. But, okay, Chesney, we keep, right? Cheap, good goalkeeper, no problem. Buffon, cheap enough. He's good in the you know locker room. Same thing with Pinsolio. Nobody changes the goals. All right. So, lightning, lightning round. Quadrado, keep or keep or sell. Keep. No, we got to keep him, man. I mean, it's... okay. Best season so far he's played in years. So hanging balls. Just, just his assists have been incredible. His, his okay. Are- Danilo, keep or sell. Keep it. Keep. Keep. Okay, we're fine. So. The leaked. Keep or sell? Keep. <laughs> okay. This is where it gets I, a little bit I, tough, guys. I saw, I saw a mention of him, you know, fans trying to sell the leaked as well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know who they blame? On ball, Rayola, because he's like, here's the thing. You go to, you go to Rayola and be like, listen, man, how old's your kid? 22? All right, here's my plan to pay him incrementally for the next 10 years. You show Rayola the money... If he goes to delict and delict is like, yeah, I'm happy in Italy. My girlfriend really enjoys it. It's, you know, I'll stay here. There's no reason for Ayala to be like, fuck off, we're gone. So, you know, and if he does leave, Juventus is going to get paid. People forget that. Ayala isn't a thief. He's not robbing and kidnapping players into the night and without remuneration for the club. We got paid for Pogba. 
We carried our books for two and a half years because of that sale. Although I would have never done it. Anyway, I digress. So the licked, everybody's in agreement that- 100%. Yeah. Perfect. Demiral. And, and before you guys say Demiral, here's what I'm going to say. Very talented player. Lots of mental mistakes. Can improve. Quite young. But you paid him- 15, you, you paid for him 15 million. We can say now he's probably worth 40. 50, 45, 50. So, with all of that Uh-oh. in mind, Uh-oh. keep yourself. Un- Uncle Gio is trying to sell people. Keep yourself. No, 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 it's, 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 it. it's a good point. And I think I would, if the right offer came, I would consider it. I don't want to sell him. What's the right offer for Mr. Matthew? I think if you get him in the six, I think if you get in the 60, 70 million range. You and I can do Let's, business. Here's the thing. <laughs> and, and this one's a hot topic because people love him and they love the way he plays. And he's very young. He is very young. So I'm not trying to abandon him. I'm not trying to say like, oh, we need to move on from him. But he also has a lot of big flaws. And they could, and he, I, like I said, I hope they keep him. But if the right offer came, yeah. So, like if you can get 65 mil for him, you know, it's funny. Yeah. So it, you, you, it's funny that you, say you, you bring up the fact that people love him, right? Because he reminds me, reminds me of Bonucci when he first joined Juve. And people, love, people forget. People forget because the first three years of Bonucci, he was one of the worst defenders on Juventus. Like, the, <laughs> just like atrocious. Mistakes bad. after mistakes. Just, Terrible. I, I, like, I don't even know why he was still there. And then all of a sudden things clicked with Conte and everybody just reminds him and reminded, reminded, remembers that, but they loved him because he played with that grit. People love gritty players. Forget that, man. Don't, don't eat that. This guy's got a job to do and he can play with grit so long as he doesn't make mistakes. So for 60 million, ciao, ciao, Demiral. You can go <laughs> wherever you want to go. And I, I say... <laughs> I say that with the, the realistic possibility that somebody would be willing to pay that amount for him. Because especially his defenders. Like, Manchester like with, United. Yeah. I'm like, if, you can play, if you're going to pay $70 million for Harry Maguire, like, you should be paying $150 million for Demerol. Like, like, you go... John Stones, like, those guys are crap. And they were you all... Go to, you go to Manchester million. United and you tell them you want Demerol? You, do you have $70 million? Oh, perfect. Cash and carry. Yeah. Right? Like, but, alternatively, if that... If there's no, you know offer like that he's one of the youngest guys you keep him because you don't you can't go back unless you, you work out something with atalanta and you go get back romero and then you sell him but All right, who's um, next? okay who do we have uh, okay chiellini well, he's done he's uh, oh, sorry he, 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 so he's done sorry yeah he, he announced that he, he will be retiring Wait, wait, wait officially when did that i happen? mean he, he uh sky 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 reported that he was, um, I don't know what the source from them was, but <laughs> this break, uh, he's like... re- it was yesterday. He, he, he's, he's, he's retiring by the end of the oh, season, which yeah. is, it, I mean, are you guys surprised? It, well, no, 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 I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, but it, I thought so he was staying. The only thing I saw was that he, he was considering retiring, which is not a shocker. Like he is, he's been injured a lot and he's getting old. Yeah. I think he wants to probably, I, I could see him giving it one more go, but 
Um, really? God, no. Please, no, please, but it, no it, way. for me, it's it's just I love I love him. He but he deserves he should be moving to the back office. He you should. can love him on your own time, but don't thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> go 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 help us manage Juventus better. Exactly. He needs to be yeah, right? in, in the back room doing making. Go him. Bring Juventus. him, Marchisio, Chiellini, change the whole management, so, my friend. Bonucci, keep, keep it. You keep, keep Bonucci. And here's the thing. I was so ready to get rid of him. I was so ready to get rid of him. His passing is still needed in the back. Like, you look – he makes goal. mistakes, but he makes mistakes. But you look at that second goal with Chiesa. Mm. Like, the ability for the defender to connect to the, to connect to the attack is so – if we can get a better midfield, then, yeah, sell him. But, like, right now – we're so you can't buy a better midfield in- if you don't sell someone. So I'm asking you, knowing that the goal is to go buy some good midfielders, keep or sell Bonucci. Go. Or well, Farhad, if you got an answer ready to roll. I, I don't have an answer. I'm just saying we need to burn through these pretty quickly because we have a I'm, lot of stuff to discuss. Look, man, you <laughs> don't have to roster, man. Don't don't rush me. <laughs> the other, we need some. We need. We do need some senior players, like some leadership on there. And not that I think Benucci is a great leader, because I have actually. We, 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 we don't want to. We don't want to end up with Delic, like the oldest player on the team. Yeah, <laughs> so we yeah, can't. You're saying can't just a bunch keep, of kids out there. You're saying keep. I say sell because he still has enough of a market, and you've amortized this oh, is is amount that you can just just go go send them back to Inter. Go I don't know. You know who would buy him. Conte would buy him, which is fine. Send him to Inter. Get Inter will pay for him, and go, 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 go. Get another defender. Or Are you talking about Bonucci to Inter? No. Do you can you believe the? He would never do that to himself, dude. He he's just posted like something. something. Why? He's, he's, he he, he was an Inter player. He, he just posted the, so, M- Milan, Milan. But he he has that. No, he, know, he that, started that, in the Inter. He started in the Inter program. Yeah, he's an Inter player. Yeah. No, I know. He came up. Me, in, the, the, the stint with Milan, he's still getting the pictures where he celebrated against Juve, just, you know, oh, trolled to him. Like, he's he a snake. Never, I mean, he's a, he, he is a snake. He would never go to Inter to, to, to make it, to, to go through that experience again. Okay, then we sell him yeah. to Pep Guardiola, right? Is there it okay? Is, can we stomach it if he goes to City? Oh, okay. 100%. Gone. Yeah. But I don't think in, you're getting in, the offers. And Gio's Juve Bonucci is gone. I All think right. Gio's Juve is inflating okay. his price. All right, can, can I, Alexandro, can I, keep or sell? Sell. sell. What the? F- we don't even have a left back. You guys want to sell the only left back? You just said you just said we we could go and buy somebody, so we're gonna okay, go buy a better fine. left back. Sell. I say. <laughs> no, keep. I love I love Sandro, and I, I I thank him for his service. We need a better left back. That's the issue. I, I like and him. That's just true. Not the player but he used know, to be. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so we sell Alexandro. He's old, dude. He was he was he. Alexandra was so out of breath by like minute 70. The oh, poor guy was just yeah, exhausted. He shaped the season, man. He was, I mean. But yeah, you can't, you can't blame the players off. either, man. It, I mean, we, we, we played like twice as many games as this point, like in a, in a regular, regular know, non-COVID true, season. Yeah. We, we, the team is exhausted. And, you know, Ronaldo, you can blame him. But he was tired too, man. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Anyways, it, it, my, yeah, question, will, my question I, I is. I don't think. Yeah. Sorry. I, ahead, saying, I don't think yeah. I don't think Sandro's market would be that high. So if you know if you're not going to get a good amount from him, you keep him. Like. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. Backdoor. <laughs> Backdoor. Yeah. But, oh, I, I love Sandro, and he he can still contribute. But we need a better left back. Like. No, I agree. Okay. We, can, we, can, we, can, we can I ask you guys a question? 
I, I want to ask you guys a question. Why is why is Aaron Ramsey still on on our team? Oh, why we're is about the, to get to the midfield. You want to we're start going with Aaron Ramsey? Defense. We're we're working our way up. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Ramsey. Sell. Sell. Keeper. Sell. Okay, I'll let you, I'll let Farhad go first. Uh, please, please sell him because he. I mean, he's just he's just running around. He's he's. He's he's like a player who should be at 100%, but he's always at 80. He his shot is either too soft or the passes is there's there's some great parts to him. Don't get me wrong, like he he's had an assist yeah. to Ronaldo, but like it's yeah. just once every once in a while to the point where it's not worth yeah. keeping him. And we're paying I don't know what the salary is, million. but I Oh, yes, so That's much money. Issue. So much money. That's um, my big issue. Sorry, okay. go ahead. So is that I, I like like once again I like him a lot as a player. He has like a few aspects assets that are and we've talked about this before. He's very smart. I think he reads the game very well and he does things that people do not see. Like because his positioning, his, the way he interacts with the forwards, I think he does a lot of things very well that don't get a lot of praise. But we're paying him way too much to not be more influential in a game. Imagine and if you put if we could get Aaron Ramsey's form, brain. Say, yeah. Take Aaron Ramsey's brain, put it in Bentancourt's body. Got a great <laughs> player right there. Well, Just, that, that's how you were in, in that a That player's got player is a $100 million player right there, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I like him, but he's just not consistent enough, so I would sell him. So, okay. would pay him so I agree. I mean, he, I think he's got probably got a market, enough of a market in England that he goes. All right, Rabiot, keeper sell. I have a soft spot for, for Rabiot. I want to keep him. I like him. Dude, he's, that guy makes me so effing mad, I swear. Because he's 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 got the juice, man. He's very talented. He's re- you can tell he's he's very talented. But he is. I don't know if it's laziness because he's he's like when he yesterday he had an impact. He played well in a lot of the, like tough games. He kind of like steps it up, but then he just goes around life just cruising like real easy. He, I just look at him and I'm like, bro, put in some effort. Like, zero effort. Yeah. You summed that up pretty much perfectly how I feel about Rabio because there's sometimes you're like, he does amazing. That Lazio goal. I, I literally was like, holy shit. The Milan goal last year. Oh when we, yeah. was, was that Maradona? Like, like when he go, just amazing, amazing the whole team. Like, where, where is this every game? I, I like, similar if you find, I just have, like, the soft spot for him, but at the same time, I, sell, I say we sell. I think you, there's a good enough oh. market for him. I think you can mm-hmm. actually get some capital for him. And we're paying him once again. We're paying him like seven million, so just or six and a half or whatever. It's too much for for his. You know, uh, because the salary is high, I would I would lean towards it, but I'm keeping him because I think if you you. find somebody that can beat some sense into him at practice and teach him that, like, yo, man, you got to be on on the money 100 percent of the time, not 55. You know, but we move on to Betancourt. Matt, see how he him. see how he suckered you in. You thought he was gonna say sell him, and Matt went with it, and then you flipped on him like that. No, no, no. no. I, I, I'm prepared. I was prepared for this. I know how he feels about <laughs> about Benton Core. So I'm Benton keeping him. out the door, bro. I'm keeping him. But no, if I keep him, Benton Core, my God, he's 22. <laughs> but how old's Rabiot? 25. 25. Yeah, he's gonna be 26, I think, in like a month. He's, 20, right. he's 26 in April, April 3rd. Right. So in less. I see how we. I I just can't and wait until we I just can't wait until we, we do we do the Ronaldo. There's, sell, there's sell salary oh, involved. Yeah. 
the salary difference uh, at, at Benton is not making what he's making like three mil or something like that. He's not making a ton. So there's that aspect as well. Here's the thing. You keep one and you sell the other. Either way, I'm fine with it. But mm-hmm. I, if right now I would keep Benton coaches because I think he has a higher ceiling if he gets the right coaching and, and the right players around him. But I don't think he's as skilled as Rabiot. I don't think he's as skilled as Rabiot. He's not as fast. He's not as athletic. He doesn't even shoot. Yeah, I know. Well, he needs to work on some things. He's 22. We're, we're working on it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, Keza, keep herself. Oh, give him a pay raise. Right. I have to ask. You got to be fair. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, the, the Keza signing was one that I didn't understand at first because I thought we paid too much for him. He had never really impressed me outside of like the U21 tournament when he was playing at 23 or 22 because of the way that all works. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's earned his price tag and then some. Yeah, like, he 1, is phenomenal. Chiesa yeah. is, the future, is a future player for this team. I want to get his jersey next and year. And my like next that. jersey, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go. Chiesa, pay yeah, more. Chiesa, Chiesa, yeah, Chiesa's Chiesa legit. Chiesa, we keep him. Um, oh. McKenny. We just re-signed him, so we keep him. And Plus. I'm seeing a lot of hate thrown towards McKenny. Really? Like, just people being like, He's oh, injured. I don't see it. First off, the, the hip injury, I think, is worse than people understand. Yeah. No, no, but secondly, we paid only like 20, what, 20, 24 million or something for him. Cheap. That's pennies. Secondly, he's 22 or 21 or whatever. He's a young player. We're not paying his salary is not much. Like, no, no, no. I get it. The frustration is like, oh, he doesn't come in every game and make a, a huge difference. Like, yeah, okay, maybe not every game. He's still developing, and we're not expecting him to hold the reins. That's the issue. The expectation is that these players are going to come in and all be Javi and Iniesta together. And like, we, they're, they're all young kids. I'll settle for a consistent midfielder. How about that? Yeah. So, McKenny, keeping. All keep right, it. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Fire, um, keeping him. Bernardeschi, keep or sell. <laughs> so, I, I do love the burner revolution that's been going on on Twitter because, like, he had, like, two good games in a two row. Two games. <laughs> two games. <laughs> and now everyone's like – Berna's back, baby. <laughs> Berna's back. He's he's lifting um, it for us. If I mean, I would. I've been trying. We've been trying to sell him for a year now. I just can't seem to get him off the books. No, he just doesn't do enough. He just doesn't have enough skill. He's he's just not good enough, Chiesa. That's that's his. his he's an unfulfilled Chiesa. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I know you sell him because. And here's the thing, right? I think, I, th- I think he has enough uh, of a market in Italy, and his his. His agent is Mino Raiola. I don't see anybody like going phoning up Mino to get Bernardeschi out. I was thinking that he's gonna <laughs> kidnap everybody from Juve, but um, no, I think he. I think he's a guy that goes and just re reignites his career somewhere in Italy. Love to see him. You know, get- he goes somewhere like Lazio and he's the main guy. Then they can they can be a Champions League team. Then he goes maybe to. The, you know, Napoli or Milan, who, you know, then I think he, I think he still has something left in his career, but not at Juve. There's just too much bad blood. And then with the fans and psychologically, I don't think he's going to get out of his hole if he still stays at Juve. So he's got to go more, but as much for him as for Juve. Yeah. I will say, I don't think there'll be a a, a massive market, but there's enough of it that they can get something. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Anybody else in the midfield that I forgot? Artur. Artur. Okay. Artur. I'm keeping. Yeah, you keep. But but, but you, you, you before we started talking about Artur, like 
you know, oh, he's, 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 he's like a top player. Right now, amongst his midfield, he is. But let me tell you, Arthur would not be starting under the Juventus that made it to the Champions League final three years ago. That's fair. Not even, not, not he wouldn't even sniff the field, right? So that's that kind of shows the benchmark. Kind of hard, he's, he's a good player. Oh, good. No, no, he's I, a good player. I think I think she brings a good point though too. Like, oh, and and this is actually with like everyone. Like, the, it, it's all going to depend on like the market and what we can get from. Atom is a type of player that you could sell because you you might get a a a, good, a decent enough change. Change. I don't think we could sell him and then get enough money that makes it worth it to lose that skill set exactly. that he has. It, but now, if we can get a player to come in. He's the type that, like, a, like you said, like Locatelli, but if we had Barella or someone like that, you don't need Artur, right? Like you can. Artur is an issue because, from a balance standpoint, you just can't sell him unless you make up whatever. It's like, I think it's sixty million. Yeah, on whatever they. You can't. Nobody's gonna know. Nah, nobody, no, no, it's gonna second do Second year of COVID, nobody's doing it. However, I do see him having somewhat of. A skill set that is useful should we get like a proper playmaker that's a little bit more robust. So maybe not as, you know, you maybe have Arthur do the easy, not easy, but like more simple work of just feeding the ball to the person that then makes the decision making. Mm-hmm. He's less of a brain. He's, he's not quite there yet, right? He's versatile to, to keep ball and then recycle it out. But he's not the guy that's going to see a run coming, not in the first phase, but further down and then pinpoint it. I haven't seen him done to make those types of passes. So, um, so yeah, but we keep him. Yeah, he's only 24 too, so he's, he's still very young. Exactly. Now, okay. Right. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, shout-outs to, um, uh, to Nick Comiso. He just DM'd us yesterday. I feel like he just needed someone to talk to. He asked a few questions that we kind of um, covered, but the last one was uh, finally should Ronaldo be sold? And I feel like this, I feel like we should wrap up the episode with talking about Ronaldo because it's a huge topic. Uh, let me just read it. I, 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 um, we still have like four players in the forwards. Don't, dude, don't ruin this. We'll talk all right, about Ronaldo. All right. All right. I Ronaldo, so keep her solved. And then we can, you know, talk more about Ronaldo. Oh, man. Really? It's a, it's a, I, I want to keep him. I, I want to keep him. It's just, it's just so much financial, like, the, the branding and stuff. And I know people are going to say, well, this doesn't matter. Like, the brand is not what we have. But, like, it, it's, a, it's a new It's a different world. We need that, that, that sort of global branding awareness type stuff that he brings but also like he's still banging in goals like yes he didn't do what he was expected to do in this game and that was that's that's really frustrating he needs to wear that he needs to carry that that responsibility because he is cristiano ronaldo no no he's the goat no so so, no i think you keep him as well for the reasons you list you listed and if we want to look into like past the business aspect of it right He's a competitor, and I'm just reading the, uh, the headlines, and I've actually never seen as many headlines just literally just throwing shade or, as Farhad said, roasting Ronaldo, like, at, like everywhere. That's what you get when you come to UA. Everywhere. And 
knowing knowing what we know about him as a competitor and knowing that he didn't have an impact at all throughout this Champions League tournament, but specifically this elimination game, I think it eats him because he's got to sit down with it and he's got he's to wait till next September to do something about yeah. it. Now, what we're going to have to determine is, is his um, competitive drive enough to drive his legs or his legs shot because he's lost a step, no doubt about it. And, you know, so he's got he's to he's make some decisions. Maybe he needs to make a slight another change to how he plays to then prolong his career or at least be more effective. But something's got to give, and I'm hoping he steps it up in his last uh, season with us. But, yeah, uh, you've well, got to keep him. One of the replies, I, I just wanted to pinpoint a couple of replies that I posted on Twitter. Um, Giuseppe5574604 on Twitter, he says that uh, he was brought in to win the Champions League by that measure it's a massive failure as we've regressed in UCL. I don't blame him. I blame the so board far. for forget. I blame uh, the board for forgetting about the rest of the team. It's a team game. You need a balance. We have to play with 10 men. Even when we play, uh, we have to play with 10 when he plays because of the uh, Ronaldo show. There's also, um, I mean, I just wanted to, the listener brings the, up a good point. No, hold, hold on, there's a couple there's a couple more. If Ronaldo's not expected to show up in the biggest moments like today, then he's basically just an expensive marketing tool for the club and his salary could be much better invested throughout the squad. Uh Ronaldo puts the team I'm just reading the comment. Ronaldo puts the team out of balance. It's not a team with him. That's kind of harsh. He he's a he's yeah. a con- contributor. Yeah. Um yeah, somebody says somebody says that the the free kicks should have been done with um I posted a status and like if you could respectfully say something to a Ronaldo fan, what would you say? Please, no trolling. But there was still some <laughs> some terrible reply. Um, yeah, um, uh, Domenico, our, our good friend Dom, he says that it takes eleven to win the game. I've never seen one beat eleven, so let's just stop with the CR seven carries Juve stuff. And our friend Inconvenient Truth, the new member of the Turin Giants. Um, even the best have off matches and unfortunate timing, but criticism of Ronaldo after the Porto game, uh, Porto ties is justified. It doesn't mean he's a failure, a flop, a waste of money. There's middle ground in these discussions that some willfully choose to bypass. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, all, all, everybody's, uh, everybody brings up good points. Both the people that say chill on Ronaldo and also the people that say he's, you know, he's too much. It costs too much. If let's put it this way, if we knew what we know now that we'd be in a pandemic for pretty much two seasons, that's that's a move that you never make because it's unsustainable. But you didn't know, right? Because had no COVID, maybe last summer you get you get Locatelli, you get Pogba, and all of a sudden you've got a midfield. I, I don't know, right? But maybe that's it. However, you know, yeah, I agree with the fact that Ronaldo's been a good contributor and, you know, it's been overall a net benefit to having and not. Um, so we got to keep him. I, I mean, that's my opinion. 
So yeah, no, I think I think that's fair, and I think there's a lot of a lot of good aspects, a lot of good stuff being talked about about him. But yeah, the I, th- uh, I think I I think I missed my turn. I keep, oh yeah, go. What are you gonna say? Sorry, so were you were you done? Sorry, we're all no. Sorry. I was gonna no, ask no, go if ahead. you're gonna go keep ahead. him or sell him. Absolutely, keep him. If you have a chance to keep Ronaldo on your team, you keep it. But snap out of it, people. People want money for him. It's it's fucking Ronaldo. It, even if it's yeah. his last year with us, he's gonna and score the- an amazing goal in front of the fans that you will post on your Twitter, on your Instagram for the rest of your life. I mean, it's just it's a show. And, it's, yeah. and for last, all the people who three- you know. Oh, it was like, oh, he doesn't show up and he, and he hasn't accomplished the Champions League stuff. Like, do not forget the Atletico Madrid game. Like, that was all him. Like, he has had the moment. That is a moment right there where he put the team on his back and showed up. So, like, and Ajax yes. as well. Ajax as and, well. Yes. And Lyon yes. as well. So, it's like, there are plenty of games where he's really, he really has been the uh, only guy that showed up. So, like, to, I'm not, yeah. You know, anyone who's like, ah, he's today, a failure. is a failure. Yeah, yesterday, I agree. Yesterday, he didn't show up with you know, nine out of the the eleven players uh, on the on the. On the I don't know, man. If I, I I'm still sort <coughs> so bitter about the penalty that he wasn't given the the one yeah, we were no, attacking like, the right when when I, that oh, sliding yeah, the ref that was sliding bad. Ta- the ref that sliding was bad tackle yesterday. that was a penalty. That was you could see the ball barely like hitting the couple of you know couple of their 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 shins or ankles. The 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 goalie hit the ball accidentally basically he ran at ronaldo knocking yeah. him down that's that's not a that's if that not was a open field play it would have exactly been a, it would have been a foul and a, and, yeah. and a yellow card and you know people might say oh well given the nature of where the that happened inside the box the keeper can do it no only if he dives with his hands to go get it Mm-hmm. And because it's more of a safety thing, he he went with his feet, and he his his momentum carried through. That's a that's a penalty. At least his go feet back were and watch up. It. They, they weren't even on the ground. They were like his feet were you know, yeah. inches no, the off ref, the ground. They were up in the minute. The, yeah. The, yeah, the ref yesterday was 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 poor. The ref okay. was poor, but I, I calculated sixty six minutes. We had an eleven to ten advantage. Yeah. In 66 minutes, you have to you have to win the game. Yes. You have to win the game. So regardless of all the BS from the ref, we had 66 minutes of of superiority and we did not take advantage of it. Yeah. You know. Um you, you got just, just oh Dibal. Ooh, that's a good one. Keep yourself. This is a tough one because I love yeah, Dibal. He's been one of, he's been like my favorite player for forever. And I just love the what he can bring. Ooh. But I think you gotta sell him. Although yeah. not this year, because you're not gonna get much for. I don't think you're gonna get much for him this year. You're gonna get enough. But last year they should have sold him. You're gonna, you're gonna get enough. You're, you're gonna get yeah. your, you're, you're gonna get pure profit. His thing. I, I love Dybala. Like, I don't want anyone to think I don't love Dybala, and I don't think he's an amazing player. And that's the no. point why I say we sell him because I, I think he's kind of a square peg in a round hole. It's not even that. I think I don't even think it's that. I'll be honest. Um, I think Dybala's issue is Dybala and nobody else. It doesn't matter, square peg, round hole. Like he's, he's ver- I think he's skilled and versatile enough to be able to play and, and, can, and have an impact. I just think that he needs to be in a zen place to deliver 100%. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he can't. 
when the, and we saw it i think his second season or like he had that breakup with his girl and his form once you know you know it, it was gone so we can't have mental midgets Shout that are 28 year old and to who what antonella his ex-girlfriend oh yeah <laughs> i didn't even know her name i was like who oh man yeah, she's, she's um, dying yeah, she is. I, I like I, his I, I know too. what she looks like, but <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, we, we don't need twenty-eight-year-old mental midgets that want to get paid like eighteen mil. You know, that's the issue here. too. It's like you want to get paid like a superstar, but you haven't really played like a superstar consistently. Like you can't, you can't no. have it both ways. Like it's just no, nah, man. I'm gonna sell him. I'm gonna take whatever money, cobble it up together with something else, and go get Holland at Borussia. That's Dortmund. right. Is that dude? Oh my god, that, <laughs> that dude is. He was like, he imagine he was like a man, an adult man that works out. And that's right, playing versus children that are man, that are just like he just bullied, like McDonald's. He bullied that defender. Like, I, I someone should should call the defenders. The parent, the defenders' parents are probably calling Holland's parents and being like, "Your son, your son beat up my son. Like, what's going on, yeah. dude? Yeah, it's he it's it's killing. I think it's grown the man. I think so it's the new generation, new age of 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 the players. They're just machines that are built b- basically built in a in a lab, and you know you you add that up to the actual talent that they have and the the supplements and the training regimen that they have nowadays you're gonna i mean mbappe Haaland, i mean all of these sancho i mean the, the, these kids are just insane and they're like barely even 23 years old and, yeah. and they're, honestly they're children like yeah. mbappe is just too expensive to go get now oh yeah because he's at psg and he's already getting paid you know who's not getting paid and you know who's not at psg Haaland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Juventus and Yandy, Mr. Mr. Yandy, go. I don't know what you got to do. Like, open up <laughs> your biggie bag. If you don't go get, if you do not, like, if we do not, Magma, if we do not go get Haaland, somebody else is going to go get him. Yeah. And, we're gonna and they will win the championship. how great Haaland is. Every team is going to be going. Every team is going to be going. open the page. It doesn't matter. It's going to be the big, go it's going to be a race to the top. Make it happen. And who's his agent? Make it happen. He's got to make it happen. Agents Raiola. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's been. It doesn't he's, matter. Go make and it he's visit. He's visited the Juve Stadium back in the days too. So yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, I mean, in a Juve, in a Juve hat. You gotta make it happen. All right, um, Kulusevski. Uh, he's, he's, he's 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 so young and he's talented. He's, and, he has a long way to go. He's a and lot I, of and progress. I think he, he's actually been more of a square peg in a round hole. I don't think Pirlo did a good job about using him. So uh, and I feel he's bad. He's out of position. He can't use his right foot. So then defenders easily know how to like literally like okay you just and just, it's messing up his mojo, man. I think very yeah, much. That's, so. that's I he's yeah, he's, a, he's, a he's a very young player. He's a, he's twenty. Like we yeah. got to give him some time, give him some yeah, yeah, yeah. progress. So like, there's, there's, like, there's good base players here. There's just they need a good other base players player? around them. <laughs> yeah, it's a good base. There's, okay, there's, Murata. There's, I think he's the last guy. Yes, of like the Murata. main players. Like we're not talking, we're not talking Porto Novo. Alvarito. <laughs> I love Alvarito. We got to keep him. He's what even, paying, even. What are we paying for him? It's not that much, right? No, it's it's plenty. It's like sixty it? mil. Ah. Oh damn! But that's a tough one because he's been really, really good this year. And like, 
he's been involved in it was like between his goal, the goals and assists it's like it's like 20 different scoring opportunities that resulted from him give or take yeah tough that's a tough one i mean you're not going to get anything from him because he's done this journeyman thing already and so like he was at chelsea he was at atletico and he's at madrid like there's no and one he's settled so and, he's, and he's clearly and he's settled with his family and everything and, and not just and, that he's performed his best in his career at juventus yeah. you keep him all right boys um last couple of sorry I was, say, the old, no, I was gonna say overall like there's a lot of players that clearly just need to get taken off the books but there's also like a lot of like you know one could stay the other needs to go like or like there's a lot of you just need to really clean up the roster it's not blow it up it's just a little little cleanup that's all it's trimming the fat but the problem is there's a lot of fat to trim and so <laughs> you're i mean we're cutting if you guys correct me if i'm wrong hey we're already salty going man players I think we, I think we like, I think we like fired like five to six players. That's that. You, I mean, those are half of them are probably like rotational starters. So you got to go get at least the same amount of players, and you know, definitely people that have that are better quality. So it's not gonna be cheap, and it's not gonna be easy, and you're gonna have to like go get some unknowns, like um. Can he? Anyways, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we're having some we're some having internet, internet, internet yeah. issues. I will say one. The one thing, the one that I, I, I think, if I go back now, that I've been, it's been stirring in my head because Giovanni got into my brain with this one, the Rabio Benton core one. I think I might switch back to it, keeping Rabio and selling Benton core, but. Anyway, oh, there we go. Giovanni's back. Yeah, there, there he is. Um, anything else to add before we, before we finish? This, this is a, obviously this is a sad exit, uh, but many people, including myself, we see the bigger picture. Pirlo is in charge now, and you know he kind of he kind of mentioned that this is a long term project. And I do be, do believe in him because a player who's a player, a coach who's never coached before, and even even if the results were poor, even if it came down to a couple of individual mistakes and here or there, the overall grade is like I enjoyed watching Juve play more under Pirlo than under Sari. Uh, at least there's there's some kind of camaraderie. At least he knows what Juve is all about. Let's just give it some time. You know this this cycle was 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 meant to come to an end. And honestly, nine years later, um, it's, it's, it's been a good run. And if it means that, you know, if hopefully we win the Coppa Italia, we have the, the Supercoppa, a couple of, tr- couple of trophies yeah. in, the, in, the, in the debut season, it's not bad. And I'm honestly, honest to God, I'm looking forward to the future, see what they do over the summer. Uh, COVID will be over and, you know, finally things will get you know, back in shape. We'll have the fans at the stadium and hopefully the little support. Um, and we start again, man. This, UF fans have been here before, brother. It's it's nothing new to us. Right, yeah. boys? I think that's it. Yeah, like I said, we'll I, think we have some, I, have, I think we have some, some decent players on this team that can produce something. It's just now, can we fill the gaps? And that's we'll where the management needs to do something. 
Yeah, well, let's I think just Matt, see how the next game goes because that's how I'm taking it one game at a time. And the schedule is not over. Let's like that's it's it, I don't yes, know. I is know. it is it though? No, <clears throat> it's not. It's not. Not okay. over. Not Dude, to I me. Have, at we, least. We, we have a it game in be, hand. Ten points behind. Game in hand. Seven points if we win. I'll tell you this: if we somehow snatch the Scudetto from Inter and Conte on the oh. last day, <laughs> the, not even just the last day, yeah, it maybe, maybe, maybe might partially make up twenty-five percent of us getting eliminated by the Champions League. No, uh, for me, it will but make it up a lot more. It will be, it will be so fun. But you know, it would be a fun one to win. And listen, we haven't struggled in a while to win one. We're, so like we're spoiled. We, yeah, we're spoiled. So if we did come back from come and win this one, that would feel really good. Mostly because yeah. it also would make it would make Conte cry, which like that's oh just always. <laughs> Conte would be on. Conte, yeah, no, Conte yeah. would not. I would just love to hear the, the Conte whale of excuses get get you know greased up and, and spun because that's my favorite. So. His toupee would catch on fire instantaneously. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> People were loving the toupee from, from the Atalanta game because it came <laughs> off or whatever. Like it... <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. I, no, it's like a, it's a hair plant thing. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hair plant. But he's like, his, like, it's like way up here. Like it covers a lot of his forehead. Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh, it's yeah. not. Do you remember when he had frosted tips? It was probably the frosted tips that caused Ooh, all that sweaty. hair loss. Our boy got burned. <laughs> <laughs> literally um, yeah I mean but one, one last thing actually I, I wanted Giovanni to give me like two more minutes on I know you're you you know Allegri is your boy and I know this sure. sort of like this this you're not gloating but you are saying that this is what Allegri was saying and a lot of people brought up Allegri and I wanted you to I want you to finish the podcast sort of like giving our our boy Massimiliano a couple of shout outs I know Look. he's listening so, um, you know, I was listening to a few pundits on like the Italian radio, right? And just like on Twitter, even in Italy, everybody was hashtag Allegri out. But in hindsight, not just in hindsight, a lot of people were like, I don't understand why people wanted him out. He, he, he won the Scudetto. He was, yeah, he was eliminated by Ajax, but Ajax made it pretty far and they had a very talented team. And he asked for a roster change, and he wasn't wrong. So, you know, like, where was Allegri at fault? And again, I, like, I understand why it was easier to can Allegri when you have the fans being extremely loud about not being behind them, right? And you have your management that's pushing for a change as well because – of whatever issues there may have been between Nedved and Allegri, but Allegri wasn't wrong. Allegri said, look, this team's solid, but we need to, we need to change a few folks and you guys need to do it quickly. If we want to take advantage of having this window, what did we just spend pretty much half the podcast saying that the team is there. There's a lot of talent, but they're not living up to it. And we spent pretty much 15 minutes, 20 minutes scrubbing this team. This is, we shouldn't be doing this. Paratici's job is to do this. And he should have done a better job at the time. So, you know, we've lost with Allegri. We've lost the, and, and elimin, got an eliminated from the Champions League with Sarri. That, the same happened with Pirlo. So maybe it's not the coaches. 
So maybe it isn't the coaches. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a squad issue. And if it's a squad issue, then the fault is definitely with the management. You know, Allegri's still free. And let me tell you this, right? Uh-oh. I, like, after getting eliminated, Allegri felt pretty sure about himself and his role. And he got sacked at the end of the year. Sarri felt 100% sure as well. And he got sacked 24 hours later. I don't think Pirlo's going to get sacked, right? I think he's still going to stay. Unless, unless, but from now, between now and the end of the Serie A, number one, we lose, and we lose poorly against, uh, and the Coppa Italia against uh, Atalanta, and then we just have inconsistent, underwhelming play between now and the end of the season. Then at that point, somebody's going to have to make, ask themselves some questions and say, maybe we bring Allegri back for round two. Because it worked with Lippi, and we did it with Trapattoni, and they were the top two, like outside of Allegri, those were the, 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 the top two Juventus coaches in history. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Right? Pirlo, so far, his job is stable. That's great. Hopefully, he's able to keep his job and try to, try to improve next year. I don't think it's guaranteed. Personal opinion. My personal opinion. So. Gotcha. Well, that's all I wanted. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us again. And uh, hopefully, this made things a little better. Um, happy Women's History Month to all the ladies out there. We love you. Um, oh yeah. Oh, sp- speaking of ladies, we we got a couple of good guests coming up. It's a, it's in the works for now, but um, a certain big UF fan is coming on soon. Um, thanks, boys. This was fun. Look at this fool. <laughs> I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this one. This was a good one. Yeah, this one. You know, you know, started, I, I, started off rough, but I, I really enjoyed the the buy and sell game. I, I hope I get some flack for that. I hope I get some. Some people. Yeah, you, you guys, let, let, let us know, guys. I always tag these the are my, boys these, under. These are my spiciest takes. I, I don't usually get this spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Rabiot, is like, man, you want to sell Rabiot and keep Bentancur. That's uh, very interesting. I also want to keep Benucci. That one's going to get me some and you, Oh, my God. I, how could I forget that? <laughs> people are going to be like, they're really, you, That one, you really, you know. Call me out of left field with that one. It, it caught, uh, I caught myself out of left field. I've been so critical of the guy, too, and I'm like, yeah, I'll keep him. <laughs> I, uh, I will tag the boys under our tweets so you guys will have no trouble oh, yeah. finding shout them. Out, shout um, out to the people who uh, sent in the questions too. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, there were many them. questions, but but uh, yeah, people definitely. It was a, it was a rough one. And but my last point is we we love doing the the podcasts where we win. And honestly, since we started the podcast, obviously we've been winning the scudetto every year. So, but it's 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 fun and it's also therapeutic to do a podcast after a bad game also i hope you guys enjoyed um i told matt this you know this episode uh listenership is not going to be large but those who tuned in are the real uva fans because not many people want to hear a podcast after losing losing such an embarrassing game but shout outs to you guys you guys you guys are the real ones i mean all right it was therapeutic for me i feel i I feel great i feel great good all right We're, we're ready to move on with our lives all right boys I love you guys. You guys are the best. Finale, finale. Sounds good. Love you too. Forza. Bye. That's it? Forza Juve. Come on, guys. Forza Juve. That's right. Forza Juve.